Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Evolution of the Fempreneur, where we sit with some of the world's best of the best in business to talk about the things that we think is an isolated situation just amongst us, when really, I think we all have a shared stress and shared trauma and shared experiences. I think we are more alike than we are not alike. So today I have an incredible guest. I mean, I call her my cyber BFF. We've never met in person, but it doesn't matter because relationships is really what women are about in general. And when you bring that into the business, that's when business becomes so much more than any transactional experience for you and for your clients. So this woman, let me just give a little bit of um, introduction, is she is phenomenal in many, many ways. I consider her probably the Hemingway of our century, our Jane Austen of our time. And I say those two names because I think Hemingway changed the game in how um, writers were seen. And Jane Austen is because gender was a big deal back when she was a writer. And I think Kristen brings both of those in the world of publishing and writing, where the stories that matter for her boutique publishing house are the ones that really matter to the human soul. So without further ado, let me introduce my friend, Kristen Bentley. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited because I want to share with my audience the evolution of what it took for a woman um, to own her own publishing house. Because I think, let's be completely honest, 90% of the audience are entrepreneurs. And with that being said, that means a book is always in the work, right? Like we use it as part of our marketing or it's something we just want to be able to share with the world of our story, but you see it from a different perspective and you started a publishing house primarily for reasons that I thought, oh, I would have never thought about that. So walk us through your journey. What is your evolution of being where you're at today? Oh, Yes, I love that because we all are kind of an ever-evolving, right? Like what it is that we're creating with our businesses is always evolving. And and that really is kind of the premise of entrepreneurship is that we personally are evolving um, in our lives and also professionally. So they kind of show up in both places. So I love that because I launched Elisely. So it was initially Elisely, then we went Elisely Publishing, and now we're EP House. Um, So I launched in 2020, and it was three weeks before Washington State was quarantined. Um, I (laughs) put in my notice um, as a creative executive for a startup that was really, really successful. We were providing services to companies like Hilton and U.S. Foods. Um, I walked away from that to launch my own um, way to support people in 
creating their businesses, telling their stories, sharing mm-hmm. the mission of their brand, and then guiding people through writing their books because those all go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, our journey reflects in the businesses that we create, the brand that we create, the mission. Um, our own personal journey shows up in our business. So they really do kind of fit together in that kind of under that umbrella as storytelling. So it really was initially, um, we were, we started to help people through the book writing process. And it was in the understanding of what is available after the manuscript is finished. Now what? Mm. What are the options? Where do you go? Do you pitch to a big traditional publishing house? Do you self-publish? Do you go to an indie publisher? What are the options that are available? Because there's so many. I feel like the publishing industry is a little bit of a black hole for people that are Mm -hmm. not familiar with the navigating through it. And I saw some holes specifically in the the traditional publishing um, model because it's the area that I think is highly sought after. People want that um, accolades of saying I Mm -hmm. got picked up by a traditional publisher, but what all does that mean? Mm -hmm. What does that mean for my story and my voice, um, and my brand? Will it, will it say in sync together? Will it stay authentic? Will it stay grounded Mm -hmm. in what it is that I've spent all this time creating? And for the most part, the answer is no, it doesn't. So I thought, how do we do this better? How do we create a publishing path that is in that traditional type of publishing. So everybody that works in my team has experience in that industry as far as editing, writing, formatting, all of those things. They're experts in their fields to kind of give you the best of that publishing support. But then at the same time, stays authentic to the voice and to the story and doesn't change it where you can maintain the rights to your book and all those kind of things. So that's really were, um, that really was what that point was that determination to, we really need to move into the space because I know that we can do it better. And so here we are now today and we're revolutionizing the traditional publishing industry. And, you know, I think so when when you're creating all this, we all maybe not always so verbally want to write a book or want to share our story. If it's if it's even at the the most minimal space of um, I want my family to remember me when I'm no longer here, not necessarily like a New York bestseller list. But there's so much about it that we don't know. It's it. There's so such so much mystery behind how does it actually help our business be successful or why is it considered a marketing piece or, you know, expansion of your brand? And on top of that, also being vulnerable enough to share this story. And then there's this other piece that's like, well, I'm not a writer. I'm not good at writing, you know, or, you know, one of the things I've run across is like, well, my story is not that, eh, I don't know, is my story. So, what is your take on female entrepreneurs in that arena of let's just take away the the tactical pieces of it, the static pieces of business? Why do you think it's important for us to share our stories? 
Oh my gosh. That's such a big question that I feel like I could take <laughs> in so many different directions. Um, I think that when we go back and we look at what's available to us right now, as far mm. as resources to provide information on entrepreneurship, on whatever that particular industry is that you are in, when you go mm -hmm. to look at who are the known thought leaders in this industry, who are the go-to resources, what are oh, those good. voices telling me? Where are they coming from? That's what we're left with, if you think of it that way. So let's say 10, 20 years from now, even next year, people in your industry, people who are looking to get a better understanding of what it is that you do. So whether you're mm -hmm. a coach, whether you provide services or a product, whatever it is that you do in your business, somebody is looking for that answer. They're looking mm -hmm. for what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. And when we are able to put that story out there into the world, it provides that resource forever moving forward. Mm -hmm. So in time, when people go back to look at what is the go-to, who are the thought leaders from that time, mm -hmm. they're going to look at what books were put out. Right. They're look at what those resources are that they can put in their hands. And I think that the more voices that we get out there as thought leaders, as experts in your industry, the more diverse those voices are, the better it is for people that are looking for what it is that you do. I, I love that when you said the diverse voices, because I think that's um, language, you know, it's, it's hit the general population. People talk about diversity, but it hasn't quite hit this space of business and entrepreneurship. There's still not a lot of diversity in it in terms of, of masculine and feminine ways of doing business, right? And then because within those categories, there's a bajillion other little subcategories within that. And uh, I, I feel like cloning ourselves to be something that somebody was a generation ago or a century ago might not be the space we need now or emotionally even, right? There's like those, those books that are sort of the classic business books, you know, how to win friends and influence people, the seven highly effective habits or thinking, thinking, grow rich. That's like the staple of all business owners books like behind me. And, but I feel like one of the things that is important for us to understand is um, as women become more and more seen in the realm of business, we need to really express those stories. But wh how, what do you say to women who are like, oh my gosh, I really want to write a book. But, right, you hear this. Yeah. Where the language isn't like, how do I write the story? It's more about, is my story good enough? Like, what do you say to that? Yeah. So before I do that, is it okay if I just kind of continue off what you were just talking about? Yes, absolutely. You were touching, you were touching on something so unbelievably important. And it was that, that shift in the paradigm of the way that people have to show up in their businesses today versus the way we showed up 10 years ago. 10 years ago, you would pick up that book and it would be all about the knowledge, the expertise, the resources, and the self mm -hmm. is left out. In today's mm -hmm. time, 
And I truly believe that it's because of this mixture of these voices now in the business world that people now care, what is your mission about? What are Mm. your values? What are your morals? What is that experience working with you like? Because maybe your expertise is just as great as this person over here, but what Mm. is it about you that makes you different? What is it that you do special? What is it that makes you unique and different? What is your story? People want to know that now. They want us to share who we are as the leaders of our businesses, of our companies, our organizations, whatever that is. As the CEO, they want to know more about those stories. So you can't be pushing those books out there anymore, just sharing the information without sharing you. You have to show up. So to be able to do that in a way that you're writing a book, that is the biggest way to show up. It is Mm -hmm. the biggest tool that you could possibly create. When we think of that intellectual property, that right Mm -hmm. there is the number one that will be circulated for all of eternity, for long past right? We've kind of moved right. on. Maybe aren't doing our businesses anymore. Next mm-hmm. generations are going to find it. They're going to share. Um, they're going to learn about what it is that we were sharing. Wow. So I mean, yeah, that's, it's, that's kind of big, big, huge in the way that you just kind of drop that information, because I think we, we're focusing on the wrong thing, right? We're focusing on the, oh, is it good enough versus it's such a need to be told. It's such a need to be heard. Um, I think that's where we need, what you're saying is what has prompted EP House to exist is to really cultivate these um, incredible stories of women's journeys through their evolution of self, through their evolution of whether they just started entrepreneurship or they've been in it for a long time or um, and what that journey is personally for each person, because it's that's the relatable piece. I think that's what I feel has been the uh, what's motivated me to move forward and inspired me to create in partnership with you a multi-author book, mm-hmm. because now I get to be a part of other people's stories where I felt like maybe it was just me struggling through that particular thing in business. Yes. So right. something something that you just said, and kind of going back to the question that you just asked me a moment ago. So what I like to remind my authors, so there's two different pieces to what you just said about showing up in your story and sharing it when you feel like, is this story good enough? So here's the thing that we have to remember, regardless of whether it's in the writing of a, an entire book, whether it's in writing a chapter, whether it's in our about page on our website, Mm -hmm. our social media, however it is that we're showing up, we have to remember that when people look at our story, when we share our story, they're not necessarily just reading our story, they're reading their own. So the more Mm. you're able to share about your journey and your experience, the more that you're able to open up and share 
that place of self-awareness of where you're at, your lessons learned, your golden mm-hmm. nuggets, I like to call them, with your audience, the more they're going to be vulnerable with themselves, the more, the more they're going to open up and introspectively look inward to determine those pieces and things about themselves. So when they read your story, they're really reading their own story. Oh, God, that's beautiful. And the second, the second piece, I'm going to share this really quick, is that what you are talking about right now is what I like to call author imposter syndrome. It's Ugh. imposter syndrome on steroids. And the <laughs> one thing that I say to every author that I work with is, no, now, if Michelle Obama is going to have author imposter syndrome, the rest of us are just screwed, right? Because when she was first lady... The night before Becoming was released, she went to Barack and she said, oh my gosh, my book is coming out. I'm so nervous about it. I'm not sure if I shared too much. I was too vulnerable. She she admits, she shares with us that Mm -hmm. she reverted back to that little girl who grew up on the Mm. South side of Chicago, because it's what we all do. We all revert back to that little version of ourselves that feels Mm -hmm. insecure, not good enough, and questions our ability to share our own story. Oh my gosh. Which is a great, I mean, it it is, but it's also this great lead into, as women are listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, this is me. This is what I've always, just today, I'm in my chiropractor office And I'm telling her, she's telling me this great story about taking care of her great, great grandmother and how she used to spend a week with her grandma. And then she's in the healthcare professional. Right. And that's all she's ever been. And it kind of and I was like, wow, you are exactly all the things that you have shared. And I was like and she was throwing these nuggets. And I was like, you should really write a book like this is amazing. And she's like you think? And I'm like, absolutely. And I know exactly who needs. And and I feel like, so if there's a woman out there like that, that's like, oh my gosh, this is, I think I, I want to take them. I think I want to really take the next step. What would be your best advice for a female entrepreneur who is really looking to expand their brand and expand who they are as a human being by writing a book? What is it? What is the top three things that you would suggest that they do that they do to move forward? Yeah. So mm-hmm. to kind of finish that story about Michelle Obama, let, let's just go on to share the part <laughs> that her book then released and it was an instant New York Times bestselling book. And then she traveled the world. And mm. the one thing that she found is that regardless of political belief, cultural background, right? People that looked nothing like her, she she was able to connect with them. Her book Becoming was truly about all of us, regardless of mm. what our backgrounds are, where we come from, what our economical step, whatever that looks like, none of mm-hmm. that matters because we all connect on a human level. So that was one of the mm. things that you'd asked about a moment ago as well, is that truly when we put our stories out into the world, we have the ability to connect with others on a human level, regardless Mm. of culture, race, color, 
background, any of that. None of that stuff matters. We all share a human experience. And that's really what this does. So you talked about the top three things. So truly, truly, and this is not just a plug. However, I really believe that it is key that you do find some type of guidance, support from somebody in the industry that Mm -hmm. can give you the tools and the resources for a couple of reasons. Because one, let's be honest, writing a book is a little as overwhelming and intimidating as climbing Mount Everest. Nobody's going to do that without a guide, right? You need to have somebody tell you what to pack, what to bring with you, what to wear, and then step-by-step, they're leading you on that journey. So having somebody to kind of guide you in the pieces of the organization of the writing of the book, creating your Mm -hmm. outline, all of those type of like fundamental pieces, I feel like Mm. that part is really important to have because the more clear you are, with what it is you're writing about and who it's for, the quicker you're going to be able to write that manuscript. I know people take in two years to write their manuscript because they've done it on their (laughs) own without guidance. And sometimes it just, it has to be a natural process. Sometimes the story shifts and pivots and that's just the experience and that's completely okay. If you have a guided format though, that's kind of leading you through, you're able to kind of get to that a little quicker. Um, The other piece is remembering that questioning your ability to write your story, feeling Mm. like an imposter in your own story is truly not just your experience. It's every single author's experience, not just Michelle Mm. Obama, all New York Times bestselling authors have had that same author imposter syndrome where they've thought, who am I to write this story? Who am I to write this book? Who's going to want to read it? All of those kind of things. It really is about feeling uncomfortable, feeling terrified, mm-hmm. being a little scared and just doing it anyways, because mm. your why drives you to writing that book. It lights a fire within you to keep you focused and motivated and excited to share that message. So really, truly holding on to that why, why a book, because you know that once it gets into somebody else's hands, it's going to help them in some way in their life, whether it's a memoir, whether it's a professional book, whatever it is that you're looking to write, somebody out there is going to reach out to you and say, you changed my life. One of my authors had a uh, a reader reach out to her and ask if they could tattoo her book title on their, I think it was on their arm or something. So that's what I'm saying. You have the ability yeah. to inspire somebody to yeah. just put the title of your book. They're so filled with fire and passion and determination that yeah. they want it tattooed on them to remember it every day. That's powerful stuff. Yeah. It can truly move mountains for somebody. It can change somebody's life. So holding on to the why of why you're writing this book, why it needs to go out into the world is going to get you through those author imposter syndrome days. It's going to keep you moving and guided. And then the other thing that I would say is that really, truly having a group of people around you that have been through it are going through it right now that's really really helpful 
because you don't have to be alone in writing your book. You can be in a community of others, um, either first-time authors or people that have published that are going to support you in a way that's a lot different from a partner or a friend who's just going to say, good job, you're doing great, right? They're going to give you valuable information, feedback. And I think that support and that encouragement is going to go a little further than even though your loved ones, of course, are well-intended. That's also a crucial piece as well. Wow. Well, I just um, think that everything that you've said, I, my, my intention and hope is that it inspires um, our entire audience to get up and say, all right, I'm ready to write my story, whether it's like you said, a chapter or a book, and then to reach out. So I just want everybody to know that all of Kristen's information will be in our show notes and you can reach out to her just to have a chat. Trust me, even if you're just thinking like maybe in 10 years, have a chat now, figure it out now. Um, I thank you so much for being on here and I thank you for your energy. And until next time, everybody, thank you for joining us at the podcast of the evolution of the fempreneur. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.